Good morning once again, LCC podcast viewers. I am Nate, joined here this morning with... Kevin, grab your coffee. And... Nelson, gobble, gobble. (laughs) Gobble, gobble, indeed. So guys, we're coming at you again on a Saturday morning. This is like our third Saturday morning in a row? second. Second. Nice try, though. Well, okay, fair enough. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we're coming at you on a Saturday morning again from the church. Um, Guys, got a few things to talk about this morning. Um, We recently had Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and we got a big game coming up today as well, which we'll uh, we'll get into. Um, We're going to try to make this topic uh, fairly quick and sweet and to the point because we do have a big game to go watch. And Kevin, what game is that going to be today? Uh, Is it Notre Dame-Miami? No. Oh. Um, I can't remember. Is it Leesburg-Greenfield? <laughs> no, everything pales in comparison to that game. <laughs> Ohio State-Michigan oh. fellas. Oh, yes. Nelson, I know you don't really have a dog in this fight. Cause no, know. I don't, but what are your feelings on it? Um, I, I'm feeling pretty good about things. Kevin, what do you think? Yeah, when... when T.J. Stroud, is it T.J.? C.J. C.J., okay. That's nah. enough. When C.J. Stroud goes, what, 32 for 35 in the first half of last week's game, I think we're going to be all right. The defense is actually playing pretty decent now, and that offense is sick. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say we're going to hand Michigan another loss this year. That would be my guess. Michigan. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Uh, it's been a while since it's been a top five matchup between OSU and Michigan. Quite a while. That's because Michigan's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to go ahead and – we're just going to say it. We're just going to say it. They are bad. They are horrible. We won't say anything else. All right, guys. So, we got a big game coming up. Um, yesterday was Black Friday. Did you guys go shopping any? Are you, like, are, are you guys into that? Are your wives into that? My wife went shopping. I mean, what are the repercussions of me saying, yeah, I'm into Black Friday shopping? I make fun of you. Exactly. I mean, who? what guy is going to say that? You just want to go get a deal. I mean, I've shopped. So Nelson's into Black Friday shopping. (laughs) So what you're saying, (laughs) let me read between the lines. We make fun of Nelson now. (laughs) No. (laughs) I've bought a few things on Black Friday. I Listen, I had to go. I used to, like my mother-in-law, like that Mm. was her thing. Like we would... Get up early, like not early. She wouldn't make us like be there at like two in the morning or whatever. But like we'd meet at Kenwood at like eight a.m. or something like that, and we would we would shop. That's yeah, terrible. Then eat lunch. Yeah, shop till you drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't bad. Bad. The my cat, le- my wife left at quarter to four yesterday morning. Oh, she went. Oh yeah, her and her mom. That like that's their thing. That's their thing. Yeah. A lot of people do it. Can't get motivated to do it. We did go out last night. We went to, Emma wanted to go to Hobby Lobby and some other things, and so we went out. But by then, I it's mean, all died off. Yeah, yeah, it's all died yeah. off. So, yeah, I'm not a big, I hate it. I hate any kind of shopping, though. Yeah, I want to go get it, 
and go home. I yeah. don't want to. I don't like. Yeah, I like the this. online Black Friday kind yeah. of stuff. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah, you like yeah. F- started last week, and yeah. you're like, oh yeah, that's what I've been needing. Yeah, pick that up. Yeah, yep. yep, perfect. Drop it off on the door. Thanks. That's exactly right. <laughs> no. Well, uh, before we get into our topic in the sermon, there is one more thing uh, we wanted to bring up. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we did interview Keith Wasserman. In yes, Athens, we did. Yeah. And a uh, fantastic, fantastic interview um, from a fantastic guy um, who really lives out his faith in just an awesome way. Um, but, you know, since then, we kind of mentioned it, uh, the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse was going on. And, you know, this show, we're, we're known for bringing up things that <laughs> three random dudes probably shouldn't bring up, but <laughs> we're going to anyway. Um, guys, what, what do you think about the verdict? Obviously, it was a it was a charged one. You know, you got a lot of people who think he should have been guilty, a lot of people uh, who think he should have not been guilty. Um, what are your thoughts on it from a Christian perspective? Did Ooh, you... Got you there. Did you hear uh, that... Uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to give him the Congressional Gold Medal. I let's let's not go that far. I saw something like that, and it has I had the same response now. That I, like, it's, it's like, come on! Like, Did you see the Trump invited him to Mar Largo? Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> and Did then the cameras uh, back down in Florida it, again. There we go. Like, t- t- tell him the best one, Kevin. Tell him the best one. No, uh, what is it? Ted Nugent? Uh, offered him a lifetime supply of ammunition again. Yes, got the, he gets the cameras back on Ted Nugent. Like right. you know, like like look, that's that's what we use that for. Yeah. So so yeah, what what are your what are your guys' thoughts on it? I mean, in, in, from a from a serious point of view, what what are your guys' thoughts on just the case, the verdict? Um, you know, like the issues brought up within it. Um, I think there was a lot of um information that was misinformation that is the term that's been coined lately is uh there was a lot of information that was put out there that was incorrect and false um that gave a lot of people the false impression of what actually went down that night uh from what i've seen and looked at the trial and read about it 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 should have never gone to trial um i think he acted appropriately for the situation that he put himself in, um, which I think was his mistake was being there at that time. But I think with what transpired, the verdict that came down was 100% correct. Um, and I don't think, um, with listening to some of the details that were provided and, and, and the timeline of events, he, uh, had to respond with that force or he would be a casualty that night for sure. So I think uh, he acted in self-defense, and whether he was supposed, whether he should have been there or not, he he acted in self-defense, and, and, and that's kind of yeah. What it is. If you're yeah. gonna if you're gonna argue it, I mean that's that's the point you hit on, and you can't dictate where somebody's gonna be, and and how Correct, they yeah. are going to be in that in that situation. So like. If it were me, though, you're talking. If we're talking at the, as the question was asked from a Christian standpoint, Christian worldview, I would not have been standing there with an AR. I right. just, you, you, I don't think that's appropriate. I don't think that, you know, you know, is the right message to send. Mm-hmm. That is a, that is an aggressive 
you know, militaristic it's, <laughs> it's stance. Like you see these protests with the open carry protests and things like that. Nobody wants to see, even though legally you are allowed. Legally you're allowed. At AR-15 down the street in Leesburg. You 100% are. 100% you are. Should you? No. No. It gives a false impression. Yes. It makes people uncomfortable. My goodness. There you go. Yeah. You I know. mean, those 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 weapons, they're cool. They're cool weapons, but they're scary weapons if they you see them scary. like that. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I I just think I think you're I, that is asking for it, right? Essentially. Um, now, what happened after that? I think is you know is an overreaction that really I mean I you know we don't know where this will go from here, but. I would say there's going to be that Mr. Rittenhouse may be a wealthy man at the end of all this if he goes back and tries to, I mean. He's going to be hard-pressed to find a job. Yeah. For the right, you know, like, yeah. you know, it's going to be hard for him to play in society. I don't know. The NRA well, would probably. Yeah. <laughs> but if he was going to try to fold himself back into society and, oh. and continue a career just as he was planning his life out, well, wasn't um, he planning on going into law enforcement? I think that's what he had discussed, yeah. So, I mean, it would be... I don't know that, that happens. Yeah, it would be a hard charge for a department to take that Why liability would, yeah. on. I yeah. mean, you're just asking for right. news cameras yeah. and articles and for him you know, to be targeted a microscope and, yeah. Yeah. On, on that so. agency as a whole. But I anticipate a lot of litigation about damages. and I would say. But, I mean... I mean, really, and that's what I said, you know, when we were talking about this two weeks ago, it was a sham. It was, I mean, what what they, the case against him was crap. It was, yeah. ter- it was, they had nothing. And you could tell every step of it, like. They were just trying. To they were make, just, they yeah. were making it political is all they wanted to do. They wanted to turn it into, they thought if they could get enough people, you know, to be really upset about it, then maybe, you know, something happens. But from a. From a legal standpoint, the kid did nothing wrong, right? And and that was always the case, you know. And so when you when you try to you know create this this polarization within you know a courtroom, I, you're just asking for it, man. You're asking for for you know just a, a misunderstanding for more division in this in this country, you know. Guns are always going to be an issue. I mean, there's always going to be people that that don't want them, and there are always going to be people that really want them. You know, and then there's going to be a lot of people in the middle. Um, and and but so anytime you can bring up a case like this where people get shot, I think I think too though, like you know, the way it was portrayed, it really unless you like looked at this, you thought three black people were 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 shot. Yeah, that's what it. I mean, that's what it almost seemed like. You know what I'm saying? When it was three white men, you know, going after this white kid, you know, and I'm not saying, I mean, you could say whatever you want. I, I don't believe race was involved in this at all, you know. Um, I just, and, and I think it's, you know, when you make it something that it's not, then I think you're just, you're asking, all you're trying to do is create division. I mean, what we've talked about throughout, you know, many of our shows, you know, when it comes to social media and politics, like, it's just becoming more that way as we go forward. You know, more people are being heard. And 
what they say does not have to be backed up with facts. You know, it just, as long as it gets a headline, people aren't going to read the article. You know, they're going to read the headline. And move on. And, and an then move on and make an on. assumption yeah. about this. Mm-hmm. They're going to just base it off of little clips of things that they're hearing that align with what they already think. Right. And it's a dangerous climate that we live in. Yeah, I mean, in. I'm just as guilty. I've made assumptions off of what I've seen and been corrected or... Clearly, you've you made know. some assumptions about Black Friday that I really don't appreciate right now. Clearly, I've made a lot of assumptions about you. But <laughs> we'll see how they... This got personal. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, guys. Uh, it's like 12 minutes into our show. Uh, <laughs> no, good, good thoughts, fellas. That, that's, it was a tricky court case, but I, I totally agree with both you guys from a legal standpoint. Um you know, th- there was no wrongdoing. Moral, ethical, um, maybe uh, Christian standpoint, like you guys said, probably shouldn't have brought that with him. But in the end, uh, you know, we got to respect the uh, the judge and uh, the jury um, and what they're uh, what they were going off of the evidence. Well, with, let's so. be fair. You know, I I think I think people are trying to force race into so many issues where it just doesn't exist. And, and I'm not saying that it's not something that we should, shouldn't talk about. I'm not saying that we should sweep it under the rug. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be discussions, but like when you make, when you make those issues, when you throw them into stuff that they shouldn't be discussed, then I think, I I mean, you're muddying the waters and I don't think that's what we want, you know. Is is racism wrong? Absolutely. Does it have a place in the world? No. It's wrong. From a Christian standpoint, it is wrong. God created man, every man, no matter the color. God created every woman, no matter the color. Like, there is absolutely an order that God establishes in this world that we should abide by. You know, even even government leaders, you know what I'm saying? You know, we've got a, a lot of, you know, disrespect thrown towards, you know, the office of president, which, you know, I'm not saying there's competence there, okay? I'm just saying, like, it's still a position that we should honor, mm. that we should pray for, you know? There's been a lot of really bad leaders, but, like, you know, ultimately God's in control, you know? And I think... So let's 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 call it what it is. Let let the facts be what they are. Let's not try to make something of something that's not, not there. there. Yeah. You know, and 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 then as Christians like you know, love in this, you know? That's why I say I'm not going to show up to a place with an AR. Not because I couldn't. Absolutely could, you know? And I and I go shoot just like you, I carry my gun around sometimes, and I go shoot, and I enjoy that, and uh, I enjoy hunting and, and, and all those things, but I'm not going to make a show of it because for the sake of other people, I'm thinking of others. It's, it's the same thing with the vaccine, with the masks, with any of that stuff. Like, you know, if it, if it prevents me from doing what I know God has called me to do and be the man that God has called me to be, then then so be it. Like, you know, if they, you know, I hate, I hate to say this cause I, it, it kind of goes back to our gun topic, you know, that we did several episodes ago, but you know, 
if if they say if they if they ban guns and that I mean, as hard as that is to say, if, if that prevents me from doing my ministry, then I'm going to give that up too. Not because I want to or I think it's right. Not because I think it's just, but I'm here for one purpose. I'm here on, on this earth for a short time for one reason, <laughs> and that is to serve God, to honor Him, to be a light in the darkness, you know? And if, you know, you think about, you know, people in China that serve God, I mean, they're they're in churches underground. The only thing I'm not going to give up is my God, my Bible, and my church, the people that I serve and love. Like, I'm, they they could take everything else, and they have in other parts of the world. And guess what happens? The gospel ends up flourishing in those places. Mm-hmm. We're Americans, so it's harder for us to think about that. You know, justice. You know, the individual is so important in our culture. You know, and 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 so it's it's hard for us to think that way. But the reality is, like, even if we lose everything and we still have him and we're still honoring God and serving him, then that's enough. And when that's not, then you need to reevaluate, you know, what's most important in your life. Like, you know, what's really going on. And it's hard to say that because you think about some of the things, some of the, some of the implications of a statement like that and what that means for our lives possibly in the future, because it looks like that future is coming sooner than later. But we're going to have some choices to make, you know? <laughs> so are we going to stand on what what I want, what Kevin wants, what Kevin thinks is right, or am I going to stand on what what the Lord says, I'll give you what you need, I'll, I'll provide, I'll be there. It may not be in the way that you think. I mean, think about those, those individuals, those Christians in Afghanistan who, you know, were trying to flee the nation. We had that story of that young family, and they're sitting there, and they think it's their last days on earth. Now, they ended up getting out, but, you know, are you willing to stand that strongly on your faith where, I mean, it's easy for me to put my own life at risk, but your kids and your wife, those are tough things to ask, but I I think it comes down to what's the most important thing. That guy heavy. On a Saturday yeah. morning, that guy yeah. real heavy. Woo. Nelson, you got any more coffee there, bud? <laughs> need more coffee. <laughs> Jeez, Kevin. Well, you, you just got back from Kentucky. I did. Got got uh, the bourbon capital of the world down there. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. There's not any bourbon in that coffee, is there? Not this morning, no. <laughs> Ask me Monday. <laughs> uh, good stuff, fellas. Good stuff. Uh, Kevin, would you like to give us a quick recap on the sermon from last week? Yes, Nate. Essentially, what I said is you're a fool. Absolutely. That was the gist of the sermon. No, uh, the, the, essentially like that, that was the push. It was, Hey, listen, like what kind of fool are you? Are you, you know, uh, I think we broke it down into three things, um, that, oh man, I lost my train of thought. What's the question again? <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? All right, Cody. <laughs> uh, 
Um, the, are you a simple fool, a stubborn fool, uh, or are you a ruthless fool? Um, simple is just that you'll that you'll let anybody follow you, or you'll follow anybody. Stubborn is that you won't listen to anybody. You're always right. Ruthless is like you don't care what it takes to get where you want to go. You'll cut any throat to get there. And if those were only choices, that would be a pretty crappy world. And I think, I think, like we've talked about, that is kind of where the world is. Like it's, there's a lot of all of those kinds of fools represented. But the last kind of fool, and it's the one that I alluded to just a little bit ago, is being a fool for Christ, being a fool for 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 Him, and and committing to that relationship regardless of what it takes, the radical living that it takes from from each of us, and. So, you know, that's that's the kind of fool we should be, I think, in any of these situations. And there's a there's a wisdom that comes from that. I think it's why we can have a show like this and we can have conversations like this and, like, people actually want to listen to it, not because we have anything to offer because I don't think that anybody sitting around this room would say, hey, listen, like, you know, I deserve this. But I think there's a wisdom to being a fool for Christ that when we talk about issues, there's a sensibility and... You know, just a um, humility. Are you, is, I'm not referring to myself. I'm totally referring <laughs> to you. <laughs> there's, there is, there's a, there is, there's a sensibility. There's a humility. There's, there's a wisdom, a godly wisdom that comes from really just repeating what we already know the Lord wants from us. And so, I, I think that's the kind of fool that I want to be. Amen, man. Amen. Well, fellas, uh, we'll kind of quickly jump into um, the topic. Uh, the topic is thanks. What are you thankful for? Part two, part dose. Well, it has to be if we're going to do multiple year shows, and we're going to do shows on the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, absolutely. Last year, we we had a show, and we we kind of talked about what we were thankful for. But it was in my garage, and the sound was really bad. Oh, that's right. Was it that Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yes, it was. It was right after Thanksgiving, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> that, yes. Yeah. So last year, we, we tried to have a Thanksgiving show where we, we proclaimed what we were thankful for, who we were thankful for. Um, so... This year, I mean, since we're, you know, two days removed from Thanksgiving, let's go ahead and just talk about that. Things that we're thankful for, people can that I, we're thankful for. Can I direct this a little bit more? Can I change direction just just a bit? Hey, it's, yeah, it, your name's on the podcast, bub. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> My name is Pursuit. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> um, Street name. <laughs> 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 That'd be a good cop name. It's not terrible. Yeah. Um. So let me. So let's. Here's where what I want. I, I I think would be cool. Like put a little spin on it. What if we talked about like tradition? Like what are the traditions? What are your What are your traditions? What do you do? Okay. Because I think that would be a cool thing to tie into. Like at the end, like where we could maybe point towards Jesus a little bit. I mean, we should maybe try to shoot in that direction. So, Kentucky, you're first. Kentucky. Uh, Thanksgiving traditions? Uh, um, the, 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 
the Nelson Combs Thanksgiving traditions. traditions. And you can't talk about the nap because it's the first year you did it. Uh, no, no, that was no, him. You, oh, that was Nate, Nate did yeah. the nap. That was me. Okay. Yeah. And it was awesome. It, Honestly, it might become a tradition now. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, um, Thanksgiving traditions for us have been very, um, ever since I left and went to the military and my brothers were in school, um, they just, we just didn't have as much as, you know, like before my grandmother passed away, it was, we went to grandmother's house when I was growing up. Like that was what we did. And I can remember doing that. Um, when I left and went to the military, it got very fluid with, when was I able to, able to come home on leave? Was it during Thanksgiving or was it three weeks prior or three weeks post? So it's kind of like, um, I think the biggest tr- like part of it is just like fellowship with the family. And like everybody's going to say that because that's what you do on Thanksgiving. But that's what sticks with me. And it's like I it doesn't matter if there's turkey or lasagna. I, it doesn't matter. Like, like just just being able to spend time with your brothers and your – Wait, you've done lasagna on Thanksgiving? I wouldn't say no. <laughs> I mean, love lasagna. I'm not going to turn it down either. You know, <laughs> uh, but like, I don't. We we don't have the tradition of you know, like I know some people play football every Thanksgiving, things like that. We don't have a tradition like that. Um, it's just just fellowship with the family and just to spend time together. And uh, since I've been married, then you kind of incorporate new traditions uh, with uh, with their. You know, side and it's all we um, go to my wife's uh, grandparents' house up in South Salem, and they just have a nice, warm, cozy house, and it's just a great time to spend time with the with the people you don't get to see all the time, and and I enjoy that more than anything. And pecan pie. Oh, I did not get any this year. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, why did I not say that? I don't know. Oh. My wife made two. She made them? Yeah. Do you have any leftovers? No, I took care of those. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can justify making pecan or eating pecan pie for breakfast. I could figure out a reason to buy it. I didn't get any this year. It's like one of my favorites, well, too. Well, I'll tell Taylor to make you another one. Yeah, right. I'll do it. Me Seriously. Too. I'll do it today. Me too, he Me too. says. <laughs> All right. I'll see if she'll do it. <laughs> Does she like bacon I, and stuff? I, I, I can't wait to hear that conversation. Like, Can I drop in while you if have that I conversation I just take her? it all to the house and say, hey, babe, want to make another pecan pie? She might do it. Wow. Yeah. I'll see what I can do. I mean, I'm not going to turn it down. I'll see what I can do because it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> do, you put, be, do you put Cool Whip on it? No. Are you serious? Have you ever tried it? Nope. Never tried it. Oh, Have cool you ever had a derby pie? Huh? Have you yes, ever had a derby yes, pie? Yes, that's like that's a pecan pie on steroids. Yes, it and is. And it's unbelievable. It is. I, but I'm serious. Try I'll, just I'll try, try it one time with Cool Whip. I'll try it. Just put Cool Whip. It. I'm not saying you do it every time, but oh my goodness, <laughs> it changed my life when I started putting Cool Whip in it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Salvation was like high on the list, and then Clip on is right as a close second. We're very deep people. <laughs> Nathaniel, yes, Kevin. Tradition. Uh, yeah. So growing up, we would always. <clears throat> my grandma, she lived right across the road from us, and uh, we'd always go to her house, and all the cousins would come over and. Um, 
at grandma's house, it was always the stuffing. That was the big deal. Um, I, that probably sounds a little corny, but it really was. Uh, everyone loved loved her stuffing. Uh, we uh, we would eat. We'd sit around, talk, much like you guys did, Nelson. And then we usually go out and play a football game once everything halfway digested. Uh, my uncle Jim would dominate the game. Um, How and, old was uh, he at the time? I would probably say he was in his forties, maybe fifties. But dude, that that guy could run like he was in his twenties. Really? Yeah, yeah. He he pretty well dominated the game. Uh, was yeah. it tackle? No, no, no. It was two-hand touch. Yeah. I'm trying to get the, the Thanksgiving game switched over to Ultimate Frisbee, but no one wants to do that anymore. So, you brought a Frisbee to our game this year. Yeah, I just wanted to know if anyone wanted to play that instead. A nice, friendly game of Ultimate Frisbee. We're shaking our heads if anybody wants to know. You can't hear it, but it, there's there's judgment. Uh, there's a lot of shame being thrown Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and, and really just at that point, you know. We're was, American, Nate. And out, and out of college. It was actually invented in, uh, <laughs> in, in in America. Thank you. Frisbee? Yeah. We're giving that one to the Europeans. No, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. We'll move. That sounds like, that seems like. You can give tight-fitting bathing suits that seems to like the Europeans. That seems like an, an island sport. Do you know what I mean? It seems like something created on an island yeah. that didn't have any contact. Right. And then somebody showed up and was like, that's a neat game. We'll steal it. But it really started there. Yeah. I'm I think he's right. Uh, anywho, moving <laughs> on from that. <laughs> You guys are fact horrible. check. You guys are horrible. Uh, no, we we we'd play football in the afternoons, and you know it was a good time to see the cousins because that might be one of the only times we would get to see them, um, you know, during the year. And then you know once we all got a little bit older, um, you know we got married and everything. I, I the traditions that I like to to do at my wife's home and with her family now or. Uh, we like to play board games, card games. Um, my uh, brother-in-law, Sean, he'll usually uh, face off with my wife on Wii Fit, usually beat her and rub it in. And uh, Have you ever seen Brandy Mad? Yes. You have? Yes, I have. Well, okay. Think of that in like 10 times matter, and this is what she gets <laughs> when she loses to my brother-in-law. And really? Then, which and, is like every time. And then you take a nap. <laughs> And then I take a nap because she scares me. <laughs> she scares me. Uh, I'm going to the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's, it's good. Uh, I mean, and, and at mom's house, you know, when, whenever we go over there, we, we usually do like a present drawing for Christmas. We're, we're that family that, you know, as soon as Thanksgiving lunch is over, we're, we're thinking about Christmas and drawing oh, here's for another that one. Did, all that. Did you have decorations up? Do you have your Christmas decorations up? <sighs> yes. Yes. When? A week and a half ago, before Thanksgiving, I I can't. Oh, my this tree's year. been up way before Thanksgiving. I am jacked. I love it. Really? Oh, I love it. Come on, guys. oh, dude. Home Alone's been playing, dude. Kevin, it's on, man. I yes, I look. It's a point of emphasis in our house. It's a point of conflict that Brandy and I, you know, will will never get over. Like you do not put up. Christmas stuff until Thanksgiving's that's, over, that's and right. I lost this. I year. mean, you could go the day after. No, nah, I disagree. Part of it. Part of when it, do you start listening to Christmas music? Because this is this. As soon as the tree goes up, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Part of it is our schedule, though, because we work so many weekends and things, and you've got to figure out a time where we're both there to put it up. You're telling me. You're telling me. Okay. Well, I can't be putting it up right now, can don't, I? Don't Why? Let, don't Why? Because I'm happen. here. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you doing when you leave here? I'm, I don't know yet. Exactly. The tree's already up. I'm good. <laughs> Outside decorations. Are today. Oh, I, I, my wife has tried and I'm like, then get it yourself because I will oh, not no. do it. Yeah. Nope. Not, I'll put it up as soon as I can. Love it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Oh, I can't, I can't forget my favorite Thanksgiving tradition. My brother will sit at the piano and I'll name a rap song from the nineties and he'll play it on the piano and I'll rap it. Wow. That's, 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 something that's to been be going seen. on for the past decade. That's, it's, it's, it will continue. To I, go I like that tradition. I do. I like that one. Yeah. The, the whole, no one is in the same room with us <laughs> during that time. Kids, uh, earmuffs. <laughs> this is nineties rap. Well, no, it, it's not even that. It's just like, no one wants to listen to me. No rap. So. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. Kevin, what are your uh, your traditions? So, I mean, a lot of the same. Family getting together. Um, we're always, we've eaten Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter. They're always at my mom's house. So, we're always having people over. Um, but over the last several years, we've done football um, at my house in the morning. It didn't matter. I mean, it was raining this year. Raining and cold. and Cold. We played. Um but the last few years has been I I come up with a team, so I get like I had like Nate came out and uh, Jared Haynes and Ezra and some ringers yeah so and so we had uh, we got some some people over and then my all my cousins like form a team and they're all like they all played football like you know Nate did you you played football right in middle school. So we have nobody that plays football that played football <laughs> on our team. Um, so they have, a, but they beat us this year. And then um, we go and we have uh, we have lunch at mom's and we just hang out. We'll play ping pong, um, fall asleep on the couch, you know, whatever, you know, just chill like the day. And then we have the last few times when, especially because my cousin uh, Brad has been in. Uh, from Idaho, so you know, just looking for other opportunities to hang out. We've been going to my cousin Todd's house afterwards that night and playing basketball in his barn, and so it's just you know, just just being together. I mean, that's mm. that's the most important thing. Mom always takes some time to talk about things that we're thankful for as a family, and um, it's just it's good stuff, really good stuff. So that's our traditions. Nice, nice. So I'm going to go back to that original question because obviously from one year to the next, I think the things that you emphasize being thankful for change a little bit. I mean, you're always going to be thankful for family, friends, mm-hmm. et cetera, right? But for you guys, what is one thing, you know, maybe specifically that you are thankful for this year where maybe you haven't? even thought about it in previous years or haven't had it in previous years? Uh, I mean, move, you know, like 
a big part of this past year, I mean, and you said, you know, of course, family, but like my daughter was born, uh, my second daughter was born and that was a big, um, big part of our year. I mean, obviously anybody's year when you introduce a new baby into the mix. Um, but with the, the issues that my wife and I have had, um, that was a huge step for us and it was just exciting to see her grow and that she's healthy and, uh, continuing to grow and being incorporated into our family and just seeing my, my oldest daughter, how she's reacted and, and accepted her. And I think that's just what is paramount and thankful for every day. And it just really, um, this year has been a tough year with a new baby, but that just kind of like supersedes everything this year. It's just thankful for her and, and God's blessing that she's part of our life and we get the honor of trying to raise her. Really? I So this mine goes with the story. Um, I, I think perspective every year, it's just going to be, hopefully your perspective is in a better place than it was the year before. But we were, we ate out last night, Olive Garden, speaking of lasagna. Uh, and we're walking out to the car and my son's been doing this for a long time. He says, last one of the cars a rotten egg. And he takes off running and looks back and sees that I'm walking. Well, my daughter just runs straight to the car. But he comes, runs back behind me. Like, and, and I'm, I really don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm half paying attention, but he kind of bumps into me. He's like, oh. And he's like playing out this whole scenario where he's like, oh, I, I can't get around you. And, you know, like <laughs> running back and forth and follows me all the way to the car as I walk. And I just, like, I just shook my head and I'm just smiling. Like, just the kind of kid that he is. Like, he's like, and the first thing he says, it, I'm, I'm not even really a part of this conversation. He goes, he tells Nora, he says, Dad beat me. He's not a rotten egg. I mean, that was that was the only reason he did it, is just so that I wouldn't be the loser. And it's just like, to see your kids, like, embrace their personalities and, you know, just become, like, just great little people, like, is such a blessing. And I, I don't claim any... Uh, of the credit for that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just, it's the Lord all the way, you know. <laughs> I told I told Paul the other day, I said, listen, buddy, like, because he said, hey, Dad, can I pray? I said, listen, you can pray anytime you want. We were on our way to Cincinnati. We prayed 15 times, I think. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna pray, guys, and he just start praying. <laughs> you know, like, it's, but it's, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's just seeing them become the people that God wants them to and, and the way that God is forming their lives and that we get to be part of that. I mean, there's no there's no greater thing. And you talk about perspective. I mean, you know this. You know, you, you guys both have, have little ones. And the perspective you get as a parent and the humility that you're forced to take on, you know, is, is a big deal. And... uh um, I am, I am so grateful for this time in my life. I know when they're, I'm going to have to remember these things because when they're in high school, I'm probably going to want to kill them. <laughs> yep. So 
We're laughing at that, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm He'll be past that when we're entering. <laughs> uh, I mean, Kevin, you took a lot of mine, honestly. Just I was going to talk about my kids' personalities, but maybe even going one step farther, I think I'm thankful for smiles. Um, you know, over the past year, like especially working at the school, um, a lot of the kids, you couldn't see their faces, right? Because they had to wear masks the whole time. And it just felt like kind of a depressing year last year, um, just because you couldn't do that. You couldn't see, you couldn't see smiles. I mean, you might faintly hear someone laughing behind a mask, but, um, you know, I'm I'm just thankful for smiles being thankful for the uh, opportunity to see people smile and laugh, um, even through bad times, um, seeing my kids, like you said, Kevin grow personalities, you know, like seeing Bennett, after he gets done with basketball, like, hey, I made 17 and a half shots. That's what he said. 17 and a half shots one day. I was like, okay, cool, man. Just But but just seeing them learn and grow and smile along the way, um, those are things that I'm definitely thankful for. So tradition, I, I think, is an important is an important thing for our lives. Perspective is an important thing for our lives. But I think it's, I think the tradition that we have in the foundation of a relationship with Christ is, is the most important thing we can cling to. You know, the tradition there is, hey, listen, like, let's be together weekly. Why? Because, you know, you have to be in church every week? No, because we have an opportunity to encourage and love each other. I've, I've talked about this in different messages, but... You don't even have to talk to somebody. Just seeing them there and knowing a little bit of their story can be an, a huge encouragement to you, you know. And I think sometimes we show up and we kind of go through the motions and we don't really embrace the moment for what it is, you know. I'm, I, I feel so blessed, like, to be in the position I am as a preacher because I'm forced to look at those things. I mean, every week because... Because essentially, I'm 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 there to encourage and 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 motivate and and move people in in a direction. And so, like, you know, the perspective I have when I show up to church is much different than somebody who's just coming. You know, mine is how do I serve? How do I love? How do I encourage? How do I build this body of people up? If if we all came to church like that, my goodness, <laughs> it'd be a different kind of environment. You know, but I think I think. I think that's a tradition that's extremely important and one that we should embrace and hold to, you know, the tradition of 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 communion and and taking that in remembrance of what Jesus Christ did for us and the sacrifice that he made, you know, the tradition of singing songs in 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 glorifying God and singing of of all the wonderful things that he's done, you know, praising and that that's a that's a that's a really big deal. I think the tradition of opening our Bibles together and learning is a really big thing. And I think the tradition of spending time together in fellowship, you know, with our families and with one another, you know, those are the things that bind us and, and create an environment where we can, um, love and encourage and move forward, you know, in this life in a way that we never could before. And it all starts with the foundation of Jesus Christ, you know, the, <laughs> what he did for us. And, and I think, 
you know, I heard I heard a podcast the other day, and it was a sports podcast, and, and this guy was on this rant about why is it one day out of the year, you know, we're supposed to be thankful? Why can't we be thankful every day? And I think we are, but I think I think part of the season of going through these different um, holidays is an important thing. Thanksgiving is a reminder to be thankful for all that God has given us. That's a that's a good thing to, to to come around and have a you know a time where we where we have a little more focus on that. Like yeah, be thankful every day. But yes, there are reminders that we need throughout you know the year and in our lives to hey you know you're you, we need to really focus in on this. That's a good thing, right? Like it's a good thing. Christmas, a reminder of Jesus. Easter, a reminder of the sacrifice that He made for us. Like these are these are traditions. These are uh, holidays that that remind us what we're really living for in a world that is constantly pulling us away from that. And if we didn't have these times of the year, then I think I think we would lose perspective. And so I think tradition is is important, and I think clinging to those things. Um, is is extremely important, and I think they can be reminders of where our lives, the trajectory they really should be on, and instead of what you know we get kind of sucked up into in, in in the culture and the world that we live in. That'd be my thing, just to kind of tie that back into the gospel and you know what Jesus has done for us and the foundation that He's laid. Yeah, I always like the uh, the analogy that you give. Like when it comes to like uh, like Catholic churches and things like that that are heavy on tradition and, and ritual, um, it, it's a lot of Christians look at that and say, "Well, that's not very important, right?" Like you've said it before, but it is um, because it, it ties in that spirituality with what you always say the the physical nature um, of what God has given us and what God uh, has for us in our lives. So, yeah, definitely, man, that's a good point, Kevin. So. Um, well, did you guys have any other thoughts? Any other things we're thankful for before we close up? Not one other thing am I thankful for. So <laughs> it's time to end the podcast. Shut, Shut it down. down. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> you heard it, folks. See you. Uh, Nelson, you want to close this in prayer, man? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time. We just thank you for this uh, fellowship together. And we just thank you for um, this time of year that everybody can kind of reset and just focus on what they are grateful for and thankful for and just to share that with their family and friends. Uh, please uh, bless our time this week and uh, bless us throughout the week and just help us to keep that fr- uh, front and center in our mind. It's in your heaven name and pray. Amen. Hey, I would just mention too, like we were talking about this before the show, our rhythm this season has been every other week so far. And I'm not saying that that we're like dead set on that, but I think that's the rhythm we're going to go with for a little bit. And so um, maybe not a weekly show, but you know, every other week, at least at this point, trying to get a show in and, and do some things. And we've got some good topics that we haven't really sat down and, and figured out how we want to present them uh, on the docket and definitely excited about trying to get some other guests in here. So just uh, just information to get out there to our listeners um, that that we are not neglecting it. We're just, you know, just kind of the rhythm has been every other. Like it just it seems like that's when it's fall, fallen where we've all been able to get together. At least a couple of us have. Uh, and I think that'll change. I think, you know, here once we get through the holidays a little bit, that seems like January through like March, April, 
like we probably could you know bump it up and and start doing but usually this time of year it's it you know with with everything going on it's it's kind of hard so that's kind of where we'll we'll be for the time being absolutely well fellas i'm thankful for both of you guys thankful for cody thankful for our church and our families kevin say bye see ya nelson later gobble gobble and from myself happy thanksgiving happy osu michigan game from our families to yours (laughs) see ya (laughs) 